There's a lot of Americans who get on my nerves too. I'm not going to stop being an American. Howdy, folks. Welcome to the Virtue Signal. I'm Alfonso Rachel here with my buddy Bill Whittle. And uh, Bill, I saw this one right here. Uh, you know, just uh, as I'm doing my my editing, you know, editing some you know music, do some rock and roll, and every once in a while, I'll just kind of you know take a break, give my ears a break, and uh, and give myself a headache instead by going and looking at some of the articles online. And uh, one of the things <laughs> that I saw was uh, an article from um, uh, Missy Crane, and uh, she was doing an article on. Um, that was written by a Steve Rose on the American thinker. And the headline was, um, the headline was, let me see, where did it go? Oh, don't tell me I lost it. Oh, here it is. Uh, stop calling them Democrats. They're communist. Yeah. And good advice. Um, you know, and it's, 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 it gets right down. I mean, I reckon the, you know, the initial thought of it is like, it gets right down to it. Here they are. Uh, they're communist. Uh, but here's where I take exception to it, um, because it goes on to say, let me, let me actually read what she says. She says, um, I was poking around at one of my favorite political blogs, The American Thinker, and I saw a headline that literally made me giddy. It is, stop calling them Democrats, they're communists. Is that a headline I can jump on board with? Heck yeah. Uh, if you're a frequent reader over here at Wayne Dupree, uh, you know that we always refer to these American-hating Dems as communists uh, because that's exactly what they are. And they're not fascist either. A pet peeve of mine is when conservatives call Dems fascist or even socialists. No, it's not the same. They are communists. Don't water it down. Okay, now, my take on this is she's saying don't water it down. If you're not calling Democrats Democrats, that is exactly what you're doing. It's watering it down. See, my, my take on this bill is do not let Democrats escape who they are. They play word shuffle games. They've been doing that for years, trying to throw people off their scent. There's a reason why they call themselves the invisible empire. Mm. So calling them communists, because man, I tell you, Bill, you know, when I hear and uh, I just want to say this and, and I'll let you I'll let you, uh, you know, bust out with your, uh, you know, what your take on it. But, you know, I, I, I hear, um, you know, people saying that this this new Democrat Party and, you know, and it's like, why are you letting Democrats escape who they are? This new communist Democrat Party, this new socialist, which I understand this person doesn't like or this new uh, uh, one. It's all collectivist. OK. And but the bottom line is, it's not a new Democrat Party. It's not new. They've always been this. Their approach to getting what they're, they want, their tactics may change and they may be, may be more uh, outspoken about the ideas that they have. But the bottom line is that it's not new. Their collectivist idea is not new. Their idea of benefit of somebody benefiting off of the labor of somebody else is not new. And when we do these things, Bill, we erase the history of who they are by trying to say that it's some new thing. Yep. So, and we get, so which means we got nothing to hang on them. And then they end up taking that stuff and they hang it on us and hang yep. us with it. I think that's a great point. Uh, although I'd feel better about it instead of calling them communists, if we were to call them, you know, um, 
racist, traitor, uh, <laughs> totalitarian communists, then I think we'd be a little a little closer to the truth. Um, here's my main problem with with uh, uh, look, I agree with you, but obviously, <laughs> I, I, I hate to keep talking about things that aren't out there, but this will be out in the next few days because I am wrapping it up. Ah. But we changed the ending of the uh, animation project that Zoe and I did, and we looked at the flaming D within within a circle of fire, which is the which is the Democratic Party official logo. And and our two characters are saying, what could that D stand for? And we run through a list of about 60 words, dishonest, disgusting, disreputable, dopey, you know, all of it. <laughs> and and so you do have to call them what they are. You have to you have to put these words on them. But the problem with calling them communists is is that almost nobody out there today, except for people my age and somewhat younger and certainly older, uh, if there are any older, uh, don't know what communism really was. And here's the great tragedy of history. The reason that no one goes around calling themselves a Nazi but that plenty of people go around calling themselves communists. Nobody walks around a campus with a in a t-shirt with a swastika on it, but a lot of people will have the hammer and sickle, or they'll have Che, or they'll have Castro, or you know, or they'll have Lenin, all of this stuff. The the communists killed no less than three times more than the than the Nazis killed. And so why is it that the Nazis uh, are are as despised as as they deserve to be, and yet Communism is still taught in schools and, and promoted by teachers. What, what's the difference between the two since the death toll in communism was higher? What, how do you explain this? And I think it comes down to something really, really simple. Uh, there were photographs of what the Nazis did. Huh. And there was film footage of, of at least the aftermath of what they did. And when you saw those skeletons, those living skeletons being bulldozed, or, or in most cases not living anymore, when you saw bodies that were just walking skeletons being bulldozed into a pit, and you realize what had happened in, in, the, in the death camps and the numbers of people that have vanished, you, you say to yourself, this is the worst thing that has ever happened in, in, in the history of our species. And it's not. It's the second worst thing. The worst thing that happened doesn't have any documentation, and that's why mm. nobody feels it. Many people, especially people who are like our listeners or conservatives, are aware of the numbers, and, and you can probably easily get to 100 million killed uh, with communism and maybe double that. Uh, but but none, of it was, none of it was photographed, and so on some level, none of it was real. You know, the, this, this recent... Internet turn fairly recent. It's old now, but you know, Pixar. It didn't happen, right? Show me something. Show me visual proof, or else it didn't happen. That's that's the that's the umbrella that has shielded communism and Democrats is that there's no footage of it to to show us just how horrific it really was. But it was beyond horrific. Um, I have uh, I don't I haven't gotten an answer back yet, but I've pitched a, a, a five part series for Daily Wire, another historical series uh, that I want to call um, Masters of Soviet Terror or Masters of the Red Terror, and I want to look at five of the of the heads of the secret police, 
I'm doing this as a special commemorative issue uh, to celebrate the 87,000 IRS agents and you know and, and and the FBI and so on. But but I whether I do it for them or whether I do it here, I'm going to do it. And when you're finished with with understanding just what happened under the rule of these five monsters, you will you will never ever ever call yourself a communist again. You'll never call yourself a socialist again. If I could make anything happen in this country, simple things, you know, Bill, what would you do if you, you know, if you want to change the country back? I'll tell you, the easiest thing to do would be, the simplest thing to do that I can think of that would have the most weight would be to make a movie that was made in Russia in the 1990s, mandatory viewing for everybody in their senior year of high school. It's called the Czechist. The Cheka was the first of the Soviet secret police forces. And the Czechist is the most influential movie I've ever seen uh, because of how nakedly brutal it is. Uh. The Czechist consists of nothing but interspersed between scenes of what's actually happening are time, and, and this is the genius of that movie. They don't show the executions once. They show them again and uh. again and again and because they went on every single night for 50 years. So, uh. You know, 50 years. And, and there's no graphic violence in it. And there's certainly no sex in it, but what there is in the checkist is full frontal male and female nudity because the guys making this movie didn't pull any punches. The people that they put up against the wall and shot six at a time were made to strip down naked first. And the second they were shot in the back of the head by six guys with pistols, they tied a rope around their leg and dragged them out to a cart, pushed them on a little rail, hung, dragged another rope around their legs and, and, and just winched them up to a truck, threw them on the truck and put a tarp over it and took them out and tried to find some place to bury them. This went on for decades, decades. And there's not a single photo of it. And the reason is because the Nazis were defeated in World War II and, and the Allies got to places where the Nazis had done what they'd done. And it was in the interest of the Soviets to allow... Most of the stuff that the Nazis did was was actually uh, liberated by the Red Army, but we never got a chance to do that with the with the Soviets. We never got a chance to uncover the gulags. There's a there's a gulag called Kolomo, which it's a it's a scoreboard from hell, though, mm. you know. But if you look at the places where the largest number of people were killed, murdered, executed, exterminated. Auschwitz comes in first and Kolyma comes in second by just a couple hundred thousand people. It's ahead of Treblinka. It's ahead of, of, of Belzec, Sobobor. It's, it, it's the number two death camp in history. And there were 170 of these things. So I think, you know, this business about calling them communists and stuff, I, I think what the author is, is, is responding to there. Is that yeah? We need to get we need to get nasty with these people. You know, we need to we need to start calling them what they are. And I think they're right about that. But the problem with calling them communists is nobody really understands just how bad these people really were and for how long. Indeed, man. And the thing is, that's not just something that's exclusive to communism in terms of exploiting people and abusing people, basically genocide. That's been going on long before communism even became a word. Uh, that's what collectivists do. Yeah, that's what collectivists do. And there is a word that 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 transcends all generations for what that is. It's godlessness. I think it's it, I think it's, a, you know, these people are more offended uh, by these people being communists than they're offended by them being godless. This is what the godless do. And, you know, it's, but fueling this thing about them being 
you know, let's let's stop calling them Democrats and just call them communists. I think the irony, like, you know, with the Republican Party is that their party symbol is an elephant and mm-hmm. an elephant is known for its memory. And I think a mm-hmm. lot of Republicans have forgotten who they are and they have definitely forgotten who the Democrats are. You can't call the Democrat Party a new Democrat Party without remembering who they've been. And I think, you know, because, you know, I hear it all the time. You know, we think about, you know, well, I remember, you know, back in the day, you know, Democrats were reasonable and stuff like when 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 they were blowing up churches. When, 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 when they were, when they were hosing black folks in the street. Yep, yep, you know, yep, man, amen, absolutely. Is that the- our, our other show this week was talking about the early '60s mm-hmm. and and how everything seemed so optimistic from that point of view. But you're absolutely right. During that time, there were, uh, you know, they were hosing people down, uh, trying to get to school. They were, you know, Bull Connor and 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 uh, George Wallace, uh, and all these guys were Democrats, and they were and they were maintaining the reign of terror that they'd maintained for a hundred years after the civil war. Absolutely. And, and of course you can find civil people in, in any group. I mean, heck man, mm-hmm. I mean, you could have people that you just totally disagree with and you know, but you can decent you, people, yeah. You, but you can be civil with them at the same time. I've, I've played in bands where I've had musicians who were Muslim, right? Got mm-hmm. along, but it's like at the core your doctrine, your, your, your doctrine is not a doctrine of peace, right? Uh, getting right. along with, with uh, homosexuals. My favorite uncle was gay. Right. My favorite uncle was gay. He, he died of AIDS. But I didn't agree with the lifestyle. Didn't change the fact he was my favorite uncle, though. You know, so it's like I understand that some, sometimes people may may isolate, you know, experiences that they have upon these things and, and, and leave out the bigger picture. And whether, you know, the flip sides are like positive or negative. But, you know, like even talking about, uh, uh, you know, Nazi Germany and, and why people have like, you know, the Nazis are like uh, uh, and, and they are they're they're flipping evil. And I think one of the reasons why they they make them out to be so evil, one, because we did have the footage. I think uh, Eisenhower made sure that we made. He said, I want footage of that. Right. Yep. And he made the and they made the people in the town go and 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 view it. And they all came out vomiting and crying. Yes. Eisenhower, he was like, yes, man, we got to make sure that this. This this doesn't we cannot forget this. Yes, that's right. Exactly. Republican, by the way. And um, that's right. But because of Hitler. Uh, being known for, I guess, uh, we're going to exterminate the Jews and, and for, for the promotion of the Aryan race, right? Uh, which is really, I, I guess they, they tie this racism, this bigotry to, 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 to Hitler as if, you know, uh, uh, Mao, you know, or, or, um, Ho Chi Minh weren't huge racist. I'm talking, you want to talk about like some big ethnocentrism, right? Uh, check those guys out. Uh, but Hitler, you know, and, and, and the irony about uh, the Aryan race is that a lot of people think that the Aryan race is like this, I don't know, fair skinned blonde haired blue eyed race. Aryans are actually Persians. Uh, that is who the Persians like, you know, you want to talk about a, a, a model that Hitler wanted to follow in terms of persecuting the Jews. That's what he was modeling after. So it's the Aryan, the Aryan race are your Persians. And that's what he was going. It's, they're not some mythical race that he made up that he wanted to aspire to. He's actually modeling them after the Aryans. I mean, uh, after the Persians. Mm-hmm. So, but the Nazis, you know, they, they have this, um, stigma put on them and a, and a well-deserved one. But, you know, but like I said, to make them exclusive in this is, it makes no sense. And in terms of, um, you know, these Democrats, Wanting to be socialist, they're outspokenly wanting to be socialist or communist or whichever, collectivist, as we've said. Um, and we were at war. And, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to, to, to bunny trail here too much. But again, talking about the um, the Democrats being this new party, socialism was I mean, this goes back to like to, even before the 1930s. Yeah. Who's that cat? Um, Thomas uh, Mattoon. 
to, uh, 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 he was a Democrat back in the day. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he, and, uh, he ran like, I don't know, six times for some seat. And he's credited for saying, and the Democrats will try to deny this. He says, man, I don't have to run as a socialist. I could just run as a Democrat. Now, they'll try to argue that he never said that. But one thing is true. He was a full on socialist and he was a Democrat. So, yep. you know, these things have been in place for a long time. And we were at war with socialists, Nazis being the socialists that they are. And just because the Nazis were at war with communists doesn't mean that that's exactly what they hated. Just as we have this right. assumption that we can do it better. You know, so we went to war with socialists and then planted the seeds of socialism. We had the seeds of socialism planted here as well, even while we were at war with them. So the Democrat Party to say that we need to stop calling them Democrats. I don't even know. I should. I, let me be fair. I don't I don't know if they're saying to stop calling them. No, actually, they are. Stop calling them Democrats. They're communists. No, you don't want to do that. Should we associate communism with them? Sure. But do not let them escape who they are. And that's been a so, man, I'm telling you, Bill, that has been such a detrimental, self-destructive move with the Republican Party. They keep letting Democrats escape who they are. And, you know, and then wonder, why is it that they get so far with doing what they, with the damage that they do? I mean, am I, am I off here? <laughs> No, no, you're you're spot on. Uh, one of the problems is that you know the terms change. Uh, for instance, we we talk about conservatives as being the right, and they also refer to Nazis as being on the right. But mm-hmm. but but the right and the left that they're referring to was actually a political division in Europe. There, the, the Americans aren't uh, strictly speaking. The uh, American experience is not on the left or the right. The the right was the Nazis and the fascists. The left were the were the communists. And just so everybody understands, that was that. There's one word that is consistent that I found after much, much, much thinking about this. There's one term, set of terms that is consistent, accurate, and will never let you down, and that is collectivists and individualists. That doesn't matter what label you put on them. That's how the philosophy breaks down. So you'll hear you'll hear left wing professors say, well, you know, it was the communists who fought against the Nazis and it's making it like they're opposite. It's like, no, what you're saying is the racial totalitarianist genocidal tyrants were at war with the class based genocidal totalitarian tyrants. But you're both genocidal totalitarian tyrants. You're both collectivists. Uh, I think it was Jonah Goldberg, not 100% sure. He said basically saying that, you know, that, that the communists and, and the, and the, and the Nazis were, were up di- diametrically opposed. He said, no, it's, it's, it's Coke for, it's Coke fighting Pepsi. <laughs> you know, it's really what it, and, and I thought that was really spot on. We don't believe in any of those things. If you take a look at the things that, that collectivists believe in, things like, you know, a, Banning guns, you get the Nazis, you get the communists, you get the Democrats. Uh, centralized power, you get the Nazis, you get the communists, you get the Democrats. Uh, socialized healthcare, you get the Nazis, you get the communists, you get the Democrats. And you go all the way down the list. The Democratic Party is American collectivism and, and, and it's a disease. Uh-huh. And, and to be perfectly honest with you, it is the default state of mankind. I mean, the, the, the ability of certain people to assume that they have a right to rule over everybody else is is a genetic defect in the human population goes back to prehistory 
we're the freaks, really. This, <laughs> this in, no, really, the individualist idea is, is, the, is the freakish new invention. And we should be selling that that way, too. We should be selling it as this is the only new idea in politics ever. Ever. It's the only new idea. So, yes, you're right, as always, about, about the language. You're right about the, the, the difficulty, in fact, the, the virtual impossibility of Republican politicians, especially to, to, to vocalize this and to, and to, and to get it to stick. Um, but the, the, the first thing you have to do is exactly what we're doing right now is you have to understand what this is. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned this on the last show or, or, or what, but, but this, when they, when communists call their opponents fascists, the word fascist applied to a political movement in Italy that preceded Nazism by a decade or so. Mussolini started the fascist movement and, and what Mussolini decided to call him, his, his movement fascists was because of, of a, the, the Romans. He, Mussolini was trying to recreate the Roman Empire and the symbol of authority in Rome was called the fascisti. And it was a bundle of sticks with an axe on one end, which meant that we can hit you with the sticks or we can chop your head off. This is the lectors, the guys who guarded the consuls and the senators and stuff. But what, but what, Fascism means is a bundle of sticks. That's what that's what it means. And a bundle of sticks is the definition of a collective. That's why they chose it. You can individually break sticks, but if you bundle them all together, you can't break them. It's an argument for collectivism. And and all of these things that we've talked about in this episode are things that everybody should know, and they don't. Most of the people on our on our side know this, but now you know why they don't teach history or American uh, uh, history or the history of communism. They don't teach civics. They don't teach any of this stuff. They want it, and, and they certainly don't teach the history of the Democratic Party from, let's uh -huh. say, 1865 <laughs> to 1968, when they had their riots in Chicago. Uh, so all of this is absolutely true. And, and there's a mountain of work that has to be done to simply expose people to the reality of what these collectivists are and how they work. This idea that the that the group outweighs the individual means that it, without fail groups of individuals will be killed mm -hmm. and eventually this this snake will eat its own tail and, and 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 that's exactly what happens in these cases but basically if you try to protect a group all the other groups are fair game you know the 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 Aryans were inside the protection of the state and the Jews were outside. And so let's go kill them and take their stuff. But if you, if you have an individualist system and you put the protections around the individual, then the group is safe. So if you try to protect the group, that doesn't mean the individual is safe. But if you try to protect the individual, that means the group is safe because it's composed of individuals. And, and this is the simple, simple equation of how this works. No one talks about it. No one uh, lectures about it. No one teaches it. Uh, and fortunately, as they continue to accelerate into into dementia and madness, the the logical outcome of this uh, progressive collectivist uh, philosophy is now becoming so absurd that they cannot hide it anymore. That it's you know this whole thing. I, I you know we're, now we're talking about you know I saw something today where some hospital was boasting about how it would do transgender surgeries on uh, on children as young as 15 instead of 18, like those other places, come on here, we're the, we're the ones to come to. So when you get all of this whole spectrum of stuff together, people begin to realize these people are nuts. They're barking mad. And, and 
they're leaving public schools in droves because public schools are a catastrophe and they know it. The parents know it. That is an indication that there's a, you know, a possible sunrise on the horizon, but we got to be there. We got to be there with signs to greet the sunrise, because if we don't, then they're just going to keep on walking. And, and this is our continuing problem. We're always talking about what's wrong. We never talk about what's right. We never talk about what the better alternative is. We seem incapable of it. And um, when I say we, I mean, people like the Republican Party and so on, guys like you and me and all the Daily Wire guys and Jordan Peterson and, and, and Crowder and all of them. They, we know how to say this, but we're not getting to nearly as many people, which is why I have this theory about getting out into the gaming community, which is 20 times the size of the people that listen to conservatives. Mm -hmm. And they're ready for the message. Just no one's talking to them. Indeed, man. And, and those those messages have to be balanced. You know, it's like sometimes you you know, you, you have to give a, a bit of bad information or it has to be like something, I guess, bad. Get them out of their trenches. You got to be yes. you got to be perceived as fair. Yes, absolutely. Yes. You know, and we have to. It's, unfortunately, in the world that we're in, in order to get stronger, you have to face like some sort of adversity, you know, uh, you know, whether mm -hmm. it's real world adversity or controlled adversity, you know, to, whether pumping iron or whichever or having to face an actual task and things like that. Those things, they help to make us stronger. We don't want it to always be negative information because that can that can cause you to base that can that can be toxic in itself. And uh, yep. that doesn't do us any good, you know, also. And uh, it, we do need to be able to tell these things, show what this stuff looks like and tap into those emotional vehicles, but use that to tell people the truth rather than deceive people like these other people have. You know, I, I wanted to um, really quick address you had mentioned, you know, um, the left and the right. And you're right, man, those the applications of these words, they're not the same. You know, they, 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 it's, it's comes from a, a, from a different angle, a crossed up angle than, than what we have in terms of left and right and how we perceive them or even conservative, uh, using app, uh, words like conservatives. It's, it's not the same thing. Uh, but I tell you what though, uh, I don't mind. I don't necessarily like, you know, like live by it politically, but it's like, I don't mind, uh, the, the, the distinctions between left and right, I like to use it personally because left, the, the word for left, I think in Latin is uh, sinister. That's right. And uh, so it's like, let them go ahead and be sinister and we'll be the Dexters. And uh, so I am cool with that. I, I don't go by necessarily the uh, the traditions of a political narrative. I'll look at what the word of God himself says it, where he says, hey, y'all go ahead and depart to my left and you go ahead and kick it with the devil and his angels you go ahead with them and for those does it, does it actually say that yeah yeah matter of fact let to, me see it says depart to my left yes uh then he will say to those on his left depart from me accursed ones into the eternal fire which has been prepared for the devil and his angels right how about that and so and then uh it also says uh and shall set the sheep on his right hand but the goats on the left so my goodness. Yes, it is. That is what I hold to in terms of being a right winger. Uh, mm -hmm. I know that people say, hey, left wing, white, right wing. It's both uh, uh, of the same bird. And I don't blame people for thinking that. But I don't go necessarily by the nature of people. I go by what the principle is. Heck, man, there's a lot of Christians that I don't agree with. I'm not going to stop being a Christian. It's like it's yeah. not Jesus's fault. You know, and the same thing with, you know, with, with, with America. There's a lot, there's a lot of Americans who get on my nerves too. I'm not going to stop being an American. And the same thing with the Republican Party. Yeah, yeah. Jeff, Jeff Foxworthy said America, invented by geniuses, run by idiots. <laughs> there, there it is. You know, and, 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 and I guess I have to count myself as one of them, but I'm trying, man. I'm trying to learn. You're trying, yeah. You know, and, you know, with Republicans, like I said, we got deviants. In, in principle, Republican Party is most friendly to the Constitution. They stood on the word of God, said, hey, 
the, the, the founding fathers, they had this thing in mind. We stick to and we adhere to them making a place where we recognize the God-given rights of man. That's the truth that sets men free, right? And against this lie that tries to tell people, no, you're property. No, you're not really free. You know, and that, that, that even happened before uh, the, the uh, abomination of slavery took hold here. They were saying that against the, the crown back then. It's like, man, you don't recognize our, our, our personhood, man. You, you, we're, just, we're just subjects to that's you. It. Yep. You know, so that, that was supposed to apply to everybody. And that's been abused. But all that to say, Bill, you know, we just want to try to do our part to, to not um, not let these things get eroded away, not play into the Democrats hands of uh, how these things uh, play out in the culture. We got to do our part to preserve and conserve, you know, our, our God given republic. All right, y'all. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with Bill Whittle and the Virtue Signal. We'll see you guys next time.